Hey folks, welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. I am Biscuits, and the uh, fellow gentleman with the uh, bald, shiny head is... I'm Gravy. Yep. <laughs> and I have a bald, shiny face now, too. I shaved off the beard. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that. It's um, definitely sexy. Yeah, it, it makes me realize how small my face is. Like, I have a small head, you, and the you, beard really helps that. Yeah, you, you do, actually, because I remember yeah. trying to wear your hat, and it just was too small. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a very large cranium. So, but yeah, I hate. I hate not having the beard, man. It's killing me. It's killing me. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I, I, my, I got like genetics here. Like I'm all patchy. Mine starts patchy, but then once I get a little longer, it fills in better. But I was picking my son up from school the day I shaved, and he's climbing in the truck, and he goes, "Wow, you're all bald now." <laughs> I was like, "Really." Really? <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. Well, you will be too one day, you little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until that time comes and you just laugh at him. Just point oh, and laugh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm going to laugh at him and then say, now change my depends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little extra messy for you this time. <laughs> That's right. Make sure I had broccoli and clam chowder. Get at it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Okay. What is it? It's, it's Monday today, right? It is Monday. Today is Monday. And it's been about two weeks since it came back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to, you had to run off and and go do your thing. Yep, I I, I have a little runaway. Was it an exciting time? I ran away from home. We were concerned. We were going to put your picture on uh, milk cartons, but then we thought better of it and put it on IPAs instead. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I want to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the really good picture of how you have you seen this man, and it's got you in the, uh, the, the skirt and everything that you were wearing. What was that? It was, it was like a full Hawaiian getup you were wearing, like almost like a ceremonial thing. Oh, the... the... Oh wait, not the moo moo. That was a different time. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. My uh, my wife and my sister in law had got me. Uh, they tricked me into wearing that. They how did they trick you? I don't remember. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't think it would take much trickery to get you dressed up. Doesn't take much to get me cross dressing. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Although, like, uh, like three years before that, I wore Moo at the bar. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. That, that's fantastic. But and they're not, comfy, aren't they? Oh, they are. Yeah. I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but, you know. <laughs> well, I used to wear uh, the sarongs and stuff. I always thought they were massively comfortable to be in. Uh, yeah, they were. I mean back when I actually had, you know, a nice six-pack. Yeah. 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 But I found the beer belly really helps hold them on. I call it a beer pack. A beer pack. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I'm trying to lose mine, man. I've been running my tail off. and ugh. Yeah, I actually think I probably lost about five or ten pounds. Probably a good ten pounds from heading over to the big island I just I sweating constantly 
Well, yeah, you guys are like in full gear too, right? Um, not all of us. We uh, um, went out and we had two teams. Um, I actually, I think for the first two day- days, I was doing the damage assessments, which was um, people that had uh, damage to their homes, flooding or whatever, you know, trees down. They would call like a hotline number, like a trouble line or whatever. And that organization would be like, okay, this falls in this scope. So we're just send them, you know, this sheet of people's names, addresses and phone numbers. So basically I'd give them a call like hey let me come down do a damage assessment to see if this falls in our line of work and from there you know we'd come do the work and uh honestly maybe not even a quarter of people on the list we were able to do um that sucks yeah it it does i mean we we had a small crew uh we had one team doing like the muck outs and then we Mm -hmm. had the sawyer crew which is like doing all the chainsaw stuff okay okay and uh, I, was, I was on the uh, the Sawyer crew or the chainsaw crew, and I mean it's you know we wearing you know I had those pants that you can get soaking wet, and they're okay you know they're not heavy like a regular pair of pants. Those uh the, the bright like the red ones you were wearing that I saw in the picture. No, that's actually something different. Um, those oh. were chaps, and I got to oh. tell you they were heavy and a lot of insulation. And I, it just made you sweat even more. Ah, oh, Jesus! You know, and then you got the, the the brain bucket with the little face shield and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's basically like when the chainsaw is going, is to kind of it's gonna kick some stuff up. You know, oh, yeah, more, yeah. You're for your safety, or if the chain gotcha. snaps. I think we had two chains snap. But Dang. It, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I consistently sweated. Um, there was like a couple days where it rained on us, and it was actually really, really nice. Oh, um, yeah. I think the third time it rained, it was only for like just enough to tease us. And mm-hmm. with the humidity and the sun, like you just, the steam would just come off our clothes. Oh, God. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're, st- you're steaming outdoors in Hawaii. That's a yeah. bad sign. <laughs> So you got all this, you know, like a couple of places we had for the, well, all the places we did the Sawyer work. And Sawyer is basically like your chainsaw crew. You know, mm-hmm. you have a guy doing the cutting, and then you have a guy behind him who acts both as a safety and also as a swamper, which, you know, kind of gets rid of whatever debris that needs to be so the guy can cut without having to get in all the dirt and, you know, the other crap. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Know. If there's a bigger crew, you're going to have the cutter, the safety, and then the swamper. But since we didn't, the safety had a double as a swamper. And that's, that's basically, you know, just kind of how that goes. And in Hawaii, you have these banyan trees. And instead of, like, one big long trunk or whatever, one trunk, you have, like, all these different sized trunks that intertwine with each other. So yeah. like when you're cutting, you don't know like where which one's holding the tension or whatever. Oh, so it's, it's kind of tricky. And then you have all these vines, and these vines are terrible because it collects dirt. And I don't know if you saw one of the pictures. I th- I'll have to send you a picture that'll show you like how big this pile was. It was right on a river, and it was probably the size of two uh, mobile homes. Oh my God! Both in height and length. 
Jesus. Oh, it was nuts. I think we got like half down, half of it down. Because basically we're like, we're not going to be able to get it all. So we'll get the biggest stuff. We're going to cut it in pieces. So the next time it floods, it's going to go downstream out into the ocean. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we were on that like a good three days. And every single day we get done, we would jump in the river just to cool off and wash. Get all the debris and dirt and you know all, all the wood chips we just straight up jump in there and okay let, let me let me explain the first time we did this okay this river around where that is there's like a little waterfall it's maybe like five to ten feet okay okay no big deal nah. I'm, I'm gonna say it's no big deal and then you got maybe 50 feet down to 50 feet or 100 feet down the down the way you have a drop it's like 40, 45 feet. Okay. That's a decent drop. That's, that's pretty, a decent drop, that's yes. Pretty decent. And then from there, you have a little ways before you have a drop. It's like 150 feet. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we we get, we, we crawl in, you know, we, we kind of get in where we're maybe like knee high or whatever, a couple places you can get a little deeper. And we just sit down, kind of brace our feet because... You know, we're smart enough to be 20 feet up from that 40-foot fall. So, (laughs) you know, and literally with our clothes on, we're bathing, okay? Yeah. Just just to get all that stuff off you and just sit in that nice, cold, cool water. Oh, man, it was refreshing. Loved it. Oh, I bet it felt good. So we're like, okay, let's cross to the other side. Just kind of hit up a little bit. It's like an area that's, you know, deeper, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and a little more still not so not so much of a rushing water mm-hmm. and that's the one that's like right above that five to ten foot drop mm-hmm. so you know it's like okay it's nice and still but if you get within five feet from where that drop goes it sucks you right off oh <laughs> jesus i'm like you know hey i'm gonna get a kind of a good look over here you know i'm just gonna move out of the guy's way you know that's not how it happened <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, can you hear me now? I can hear you. I must have accidentally touched this button. I don't know. <laughs> what was the last thing you heard me say? <laughs> yeah, it's not how it went down. And I was like, you went over, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So I, I'm in this area that's nice and calm. And, of course, five feet from the... Uh, where the waterfall goes down, it's where it decides it's going to suck you in. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to fight it. I didn't have a good grip. I knew I was screwed. So as I start getting to the top and as I start to roll, I kind of a roll, I started on my side, somehow ended up my back, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to break something. Oh, Jesus. You're too old like, to break anything now. Know that, right? We don't <laughs> heal well at this age. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't. <laughs> So, you know, this pucker factor is a little bigger. His scare factor is like, an, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So <laughs> I end up going backwards, and it's not exactly a perfect straight down. Like mm-hmm. on the left part, it's, there's like this little ledge that kind of angles down too. So somehow I fell onto that, and I was sliding down, and I don't know how I managed to catch myself, turn myself up around. So, <laughs> Which, if I fell down even further, it really would have hurt. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I banged up, uh, you know, a few scratches and bruises. 
my left little ankle ball that that really hurt matter of fact it's still uh. sore um busted that pretty good and I managed to get up over this side, and I'm laughing. <laughs> you know, I can't help it. I, I, I'm laughing. And then one of the guys there, he's reaching down trying to grab my hand. He's laughing. I'm laughing. It's <laughs> just like, you know, this could have gotten really bad, but it's oh, yeah. as hell. <laughs> uh, it makes for a good story later, at least. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, man. Yep. But uh, at least you got to go over there and do some good, you know. That's what that's what it's all about, besides your <laughs> near cataclysmic death experience. Five feet, five, ten feet, no big deal. It's nothing. Yeah. Except for, except for all the jagged rocks and rain of places. I was about to say, till your femur's sticking out of the skin and you're like, I'm fine, I'll just walk it off. Give me some duct tape, I got it. <laughs> just put some motor and get drink some water, you'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, a couple of guys were talking about jumping off that uh, 40 foot one you know there's like a little side and you can jump in but you know and I'm sitting there thinking about this you know and, and they're like you know hey like where's a good spot kind of looking at it and I'm like you know this just happened after a flood guarantee these pieces of wood and stuff that it's not oh, all yeah. wood floats you know no 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 so you've got some at the bottom you could easily jump in and have this like five inch diameter piece of wood it's like 20 feet long and it's just mm-hmm. gonna impale you you know oh yeah I'm like I, I don't know and then a couple of guys are like yeah you know that's probably not a good idea yeah I wouldn't do that we used to go uh, down this place it was right maybe I would say 25 miles from the Mexican border when I lived in Arizona when I was a teenager and my buddy Travis's mom used to drive us down there and it was this beautiful river and they had this cliff up there where you could go and kind of picnic and look out. Well, we used to jump off of it. And there was a little path that went down that led you to maybe a 35-foot area where you could jump. But where we were was like more like 65, almost 70 feet. And so we were up there one day and jumping off and just having a great day. And finally somebody's like, somebody needs to dive off. And I was like, I'll do it. I got no problems. I'll do it. <laughs> and so I'm standing there, and I, I started getting the, the bubble guts, you know. The butterflies are going, and my mouth's going dry. I was like, I got this, man. I got this. This is my day. So, you know, memories of Greg Luganus in my head from the Olympics. And here I go, man. And I jump off, and, you know, that wind screaming by your ears. And I'm going down, and I'm trying to get my arms in front of me so I can lock them so I don't dislocate my shoulder or anything when I hit the water. And my left arm locked, but I didn't quite have my right arm locked mm. when I hit the water. And that arm just snapped back. And <laughs> like I, like the pain shot through, I was like, oh, Jesus. And so I slowly like floated to the surface and came up and swam to the edge with one arm. And it hurt. I didn't dislocate it or anything. I think I just that was strained some muscles and tendons in it. And I, I, but that was my last jump for the day. I was like, everyone was like, that was awesome. I was like, yes, wasn't it? It was fantastic. And I'm sitting over in the side like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and that was the last time I ever dove off that friggin' thing. I was like, oh. But there were older guys out there. They'd be doing flips off it and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, I'm, cra- I'm crazy, not stupid. 
but what are the falls, the small falls that are, is it, is Waimea Falls? Man, this falls, I, I don't, dude, this falls all over each of the islands. I mean, it's, it's, I, I've been to some of them, you know, and. It, the really touristy one out at, it's like out at North Shore. It's like, they even have like the little, like mock-up kind of village, small village, like you can walk through before you get there. It's beautiful. I thought it was called Waimea Falls. Probably. I don't know. But yeah, I remember swimming there, and it was that jump was only like six feet, and people were still like, "No, nah, I really don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> but I only hiked a couple of the falls there, uh, Manoa Falls. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did that hike, and then we did the Waimea Falls, and I forget. We did another one, but I forget the name now because I was a little hungover that day. Yeah, I, I've been to a bunch of the trails and falls and. I'll, I'll be honest with you, just, you know, after a while, the names just kind of go, you know, like, I don't remember which one you go to. I don't know, but this is what it looked like. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was going to visit somebody in, I think it was like Waipio or something like that. And I ended up in like Waipahu. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I said, I'm here, man. Where? They're like, where are you? And I gave them the name and they're like, no, that's this. I'm like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> But it is hard if you don't, you know, if you don't spend a lot of time there. I mean, honestly, grow up there. You know, it, it's hard to differentiate a lot of the names because they do all sound so similar. And you're trying not to be, you know, disrespectful or anything, but like, shit. Oh yeah. I like when people, are, you know, new here or you know, come to visit and try to get them to, you know, pronounce Lakey Lakey Falls because it's like saying the word like like. Yeah. Or leaky leaky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now, because I haven't now, I haven't been able to do any research to come up with some topics. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a couple little things. But now, what is it that you've got? So, when we moved, we moved back to Smithfield, and they actually have a decent public library. So, me and the wife went and got a, our library cards again, which I love. I love the library. And I picked up one uh, fiction book, and I picked up this nonfiction book as I was strolling through, and the name just struck me because it was big and bold on the side, and it said "Death from the Skies," and I was like, "Yeah, I wanna, I wanna check this out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pull it out, and that's all it said on the side was "Death from the Skies," and on the front it has the "Death from the Skies," but it also says, "These are the ways the world will end." <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's ominous." And uh, the author of it, uh, he's an astronomer, evidently. He's written another astronomy book called uh, Bad Astronomy. And his name is Philip uh, Plate, Platt, P-L-A-I-T, Ph.D. And, you know, doctorates, I just don't trust them. Miss, just but, Mr. Mr. P. Yeah, Mr. Body. P. <laughs> but it's got everything in here, I kid you not, from black holes to gamma ray bursts to uh, aliens I, it, it's got everything and one of the, the first chapters was on uh, meteorites and asteroids and that section really like I read it a couple times because it, it was it was pretty informative and it had some stuff in it that actually happened mm -hmm. you know stuff that's been written about so I, I found that better and it also you know hypothesized some stuff that could happen and uh 
you know, there's there's differences in meteorites and asteroids, and you know, a lot of a lot of meteorites. There's two different kinds. There's like a soft kind that are all kind of it's it's like compacted dust held together. It's the and good then, kind. It's, it's you know this. <laughs> well, it, that can be the good kind, as he explained in the book. But there's also like the hard chunks of you know the iron and stuff, uh, and they did a, it was so weird because he was talking about the whole Armageddon movie and they did a test with firing a, uh, a small BB at an actual like small piece of iron meteorite to see what it would do to it you know like can we blow it up with a missile or whatever if one's coming at us and uh hey the movies say no what the movies yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it's a movie, but they were just doing the test to see if it was even possible. Oh. But uh, the iron one, when they shot it, it actually it exploded the uh, the small piece of meteorite. Boom! It blew up in its casing. Now the one that was more made of like the compacted dust and stuff, it actually absorbed the BB. So it didn't come out the other side. It didn't disintegrate. It just kind of absorbed the whole impact of it. And I was like, well. I'd interesting experiment but it also you're talking about a projectile not an explosion so if there was some kind of explosive device you attached to that bb shot it in there and blew it up i'm sure you'd have a differing outcome but he didn't extrapolate on all if they actually you know strapped an m80 to it and then tried that shit but uh two of the uh, real things he talked about and i'll talk about the smaller one first and People are always like, oh, it could never, ha-, you know, or the, the chances are astronomical that, you know, we get hit by a meteorite. I mean, we see meteor showers, what, every year, sometimes a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And they're awesome to watch because that's them, you know, burning up in the atmosphere. They get superheated. The particles break apart. There's all this pressure on them. And when you see them like and actually burn out, that's them, you know, coming apart from the pressure and all the heat. Well, this this poor lady, Ann Hodges. In Sylacauga, Alabama, November 1954, this precious creature was laying on her couch taking a nap. You know, probably dreaming of what she was going to do that day. Have a vanilla Coke, ice cream, what have you. When a meteorite about the size of a brick weighing eight pounds came crashing through her roof, bounced off of this uh, small radio table and like hit her in the arm and side. Ow. Yeah, like she had massive bruising on her arm. It wasn't broken. Massive bruises on her side. And (laughs) it was just one of those things, like, you know, there's never been, to my knowledge, another report of someone getting hit with a meteorite in all of humankind that really I could find. So, I mean, you know, one in however many trillion chances. Uh, I just thought that was kind of funny that it happened in Alabama. Of all the places it could happen, of course it's going to happen in Alabama. (laughs) Well, it's not Arkansas, you know? (laughs) That's true. See that? The meteorite even spared Arkansas or Mississippi. That's sad. (laughs) But uh, another one it talked about was, uh, if anybody remembers Ghostbusters, the very beginning where... uh, uh, Bill Murray and uh, oh, what's the other Dan Aykroyd are talking and he brings up the uh, Tunguska blast of 1908 well this happened in uh, <clears throat> in Siberia in 1908 
and it was a uh, a very small meteorite, I guess you could say, comparatively in size. It was only 70 yards across, <clears throat> and it was one of uh, kind of the ones that were more held together, not the solid, and due to speed and pressure, you know, it, it broke it apart more, and it caused this uh, cascade rupture. And when that cascade rupture happened, it caused a massive explosion. And the explosion was equal to 3 to 20 megatons. And uh, just for a little bit of, uh, I guess you could say, comparison, that's equal to 3 to 20 million tons of TNT being exploded. Just a little bit. Just a little. Not too much. Uh and the blast was so spectacular. I wish I could, I could get a hold of one of these. The Soviets actually made a stamp about it. Oh, wow. I know. We put Elvis on stamps. They're putting, you know, giant meteor explosions on stamps. We're really lacking here, people. I mean, Elvis was great and all. But come on, we need to step up our game. Yeah, and, and he just uh, kind of faded away towards. Well, I wouldn't say he faded away, he more ballooned and just shit the bed. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, he. <laughs> shit the toilet and went out <laughs> but he, he, he definitely did not go out in his prime let's say but uh, the blast was so massive people uh, were knocked off their feet that were like hundreds of miles away and it, it took forever for an expedition to actually get to the site I mean keep in mind it's Siberia in the winter it's just miserable <clears throat> in this area Siberia in the summertime is all swamps and just covered in mosquitoes. So once they finally got there, they were at the outer regions of the blast zone, and the trees were all completely flattened, like, but in a parallel formation. So, that was my phone. Hang on, hang on here. Oh, I was getting down, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,. They were flattened in this way for like, uh, it was hundreds of square miles. They were in this parallel formation. And then as they got closer to the blast site, the trees were more knocked down in a radial lines, like uh, like spokes on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And then once they got to uh, what they thought to be ground zero, the trees were still standing. But they were stripped of everything. Uh, branches, leaves, bark, just totally stripped off. And uh, they figured out that this happened at a, at Ground Zero because – or it was Ground Zero. They figured this out later on uh, only because of the nuclear blast test, the air, airburst test they were doing in the 50s and 60s replicated the same pattern over forested areas. Like that, that's the exact formation they give. And there was no blast crater, and that's how they knew that it actually exploded. Like, I, I forget how high above the ground it was. Uh, shoot. Man, I put that in my notes. Sons of bitches. But, uh, yeah, it actually exploded above the ground, so it didn't even hit and cause this. It actually exploded in the air. Yeah. And had such massive force that it caused all this destruction. I mean, if this had happened over London... Or Moscow or something like that I mean the devastation would have been I mean just unfathomable you know but luckily it happened in the middle of nowhere Siberia where a couple of bears and a few 
drunk uh, nomads got hurt, probably. Yeah, in the artillery world, they'll do that too. I mean, you'll, uh, you know, doing an airburst. Matter of fact, uh, let's say uh, a nuke hits Hawaii out here. You know, yeah. you'd have a little more effect, you know, if you do the nuke explodes in the air above the island, vice yeah. actually hitting the island. Well, didn't they do a test? Wasn't it like in 54 or 55, something like that in Hawaii, where they actually detonated a nuke? Like up in the atmosphere, and it ended up frying like all the telephone lines, radio lines. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was called. It was like I wrote it down in my truck because I was when I was reading about it. But uh, they had done that, and it actually caused like massive destruction in Hawaii at the time. And I wanted to tell you about it because I was like, Jesus! It ended up uh, starting the nuclear compact where we wouldn't test uh, nukes like in space or in the atmosphere or anything like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. I pretty but much I, just kind of like combine all this together in my memory. So just trying to get the bits and pieces of the right one separating. It's, yeah, I'd have to look it up. What? I read that under the, uh, the gamma, the gamma ray burst section because it ended when, uh, when we made the compact, uh, we realized we couldn't really tell if the Russians were doing tests on the other side of the moon because they could have done them and we wouldn't have known it. And so they launched these satellites, the uh, the Vela satellites, up into space so they could monitor for any kind of uh, anom- anomalies of bursts to see if they were testing. And when they, you know, they started getting these weird readings, and that's how they figured out these gamma ray bursts. We're, uh, we're coming from that star Etacarine. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you about that another time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, don't want, don't want too many tangents. But uh, what, what really got me when I was reading this section about uh, meteorites and asteroids was uh, there's this asteroid, and its number is 99942, and it's called Apophis. A-P-O-P-H-I-S. Uh, what? Apophis. I know. I don't. I don't know where it got its name. So I'll spell it again for you. A P O, P H I S. And uh, it's it's an Earth crossing chunk of rock, and it's about two hundred and fifty meters across. So it's it's a fairly significant size. Hmm. Uh, it's scheduled to pass by the Earth. Or April thirteenth, twenty twenty nine, and it's passing so close. It's going to pass closer to the Earth than a lot of our weather and communication satellites currently are. I'll be in my fifties. Yeah, I, that's why I was like, yeah, I'll be. You know, the only thing that concerns me is my son. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully by then I'll have the fallout shelter built in the backyard. He'll be good to go. You know, at least for a couple months, he can enjoy some MREs and reruns of Gilligan's Island that I record. Oh, that's that's good idea. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Gotta add the Golden but, Girls to that, too. Ah, oh, that's such a great show. And Columbo. Yeah, well, I got Columbo. I got seasons one through three on DVD. And, I, and, a, and all the guy ones, like, you know, of course, there's Airwolf, A-Team, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Magnum P.I., MacGyver. See, that's and, when I want to get back into is Magnum P.I., you know, you know. I, here's what I want: Hardcastle McCormick. 
I do not remember that. Really? No. Okay, stop recording now. <laughs> well, tell me about it. <laughs> what? Well, like, look it up, man. Hardcastle oh. and McCormick. Just, just Let me Google find it. it. Hardcastle and McCormick. I will, and I'll try and stream some of it. Okay. Hardcastle and got ninety pens and none of them work. Hardcastle and McCormick. All right. Had good guys. You had the older fat guy, and you had the you know you had a cool car. So. Oh, that's perfect. See, I like the the Rockford Files too. No, oh, it's good. I mean, James, was it James Gardner? Mm-hmm. Man, oh yeah, I loved him. I used to watch those when they were still on uh, Netflix before they took them off. When they took them off, I was friggin' heartbroken because I wasn't done with the series yet. So Netflix, if you if you happen to catch this Netflix or people are listening who have Netflix, demand the return of the Rockford Files. With the curiosity, yes, 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 yes. Okay, but back to uh, back to this giant friggin' asteroid that's going to be and murder she lives. wrote. Sorry, I had oh. to add that in. See, I had a babysitter, Miss Betty. She was in her sixties. Used to watch me after school when both my parents were working, and she would watch Murder She Wrote. And this is how, how deeply I started enjoying that show. When my wife and I were on our honeymoon, it was on, we were gone for seven days. It was on like our fourth day. You know, so we were kind of burnt out with all the seeing shows, traveling around, walking town. So we were spending lazy time in the house. And there was a Murder, She Wrote marathon on. And I must have watched that thing for like nine hours. It was so good. <laughs> So good. Okay, go back to the uh, meter. Uh, or back to the asteroid. Yes, sir. Okay, so it's going to pass us April 13th, 2029. And like I said, closer than some of our weather and communication satellites actually orbit us. Now, these astronomers and scientists are trying to postulate, like, depending on how close, because, you know, they can't get an exact path of it. They're, you know, they're trying to do best guesses for astrophysics. But depending on how close the path is, it can actually change the Earth's gravity. Can actually change its orbit once it swings around. So it's going to make another pass later on, and I believe it's in uh, in 2036. It'll be coming by us again. Now, if it does pass us that way, and we, you know, the Earth's gravity does change its pull, it can be a potential impact event. So scientists are trying to work out like. How can we maybe, you know, divert this from hitting the Earth? You know, they they were talking about maybe not hitting it with a nuke or a large explosion, but putting one close enough to it that it'll bump it from its path. You know, because even a small nudge, if it's far enough away, will, you know, kind of skew its course. But he also wrote that it's supposed to make a like a, a five-year pass, a 10-year pass, a 20-year pass. So, I mean, really, any of these passes could potentially change its orbit to become an impact event. So you're saying they want to put a they want to explode it like near it? Yeah, like that's one of the things they had talked about. Maybe not, you know, just shooting a nuke directly at it and hitting it, but maybe blowing one up close enough to it to just kind of push it off. Okay, Mr. P, if you're listening to this, I'm just going to tell you right now, I've seen <laughs> movies that I, I'm going to consider myself an expert here. I'm going to say it 
doesn't work, okay? <laughs> As you said earlier, you know those are movies, right? <laughs> what well, I read something like uh, scientists believe that in a couple of years they'll actually be able to clone dinosaurs. I saw something on Facebook. It was like, there are literally four movies about how this is a bad idea. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they got a real good point there. But And that's the thing. Like, the only way that we could ever, like, I mean, actually get one of these things to veer course or even stop it would be if, you know, world governments actually came together and put together a foundation. I mean, currently there's one, I forget, it's like BNP and it had like 145 or 142 after it. I'm, I'm blanking on that, but um, it's this group of scientists that literally that's what they do. You know, they try and find these things and say, okay, and, you know, bring about ideas and hypothesize like, well, what could we do? How could it work? Yeah, and I like that. There's at least a small group of people out there that are trying to do something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think governments need to get on that. I mean, we need to spend our resources elsewhere. But you know, let's put put five or six guys from each government on it. I mean, surely we can spare that from the government. We got enough uh, extra people doing government work. Yeah. But yeah, so that's uh, those are the notes I wrote up from the next section. I was going to write up the gamma ray section, the gamma ray burst, but there was a whole lot of big words in that, man. And I was having to Google a lot of them. I mean, big words, it's just, you know, it's kind of steer away from big words. Yeah, I mean, like even me, I was like reading and I was like, okay, write a note, don't know what that word is. And I'd like read another four words out. I'm like, write a note, okay, what is that word? I'm like, this is getting tiresome. I got a page I can... <laughs> <laughs> really lets me know how just shitty my vocabulary is. <laughs> it's just my English is apparently friggin' atrocious. <sighs> but yeah, but it's, it was a pretty interesting book. It's not due back to the twenty-first, so I'm gonna try and uh, get some more into it with the black holes. And there's a section on aliens I kind of dig. Nice. So, yeah, I, I just find it hard to believe we're the only ones in the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would just seem to me like a great waste of space. Uh, I'm, or, or I, I like the. Uh, I kind of go. I would say I like, but I go with the whole fallen angel theory. I've I've read a little bit about it. I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but I have read a little bit about it. It's it's interesting. I. I actually need to spend the time just to get the notes down because, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's large articles on it, and I, I don't feel like reading, you know, 10 pages. No, I hate that. I hate that, especially when, like, half the pages are, and if you reference this, you'll understand. So, like, you're telling me to read more. Can't you just give me the cliff notes of this, man? Yeah. Well, I mean, I personally would read it, but I don't want to jump on, you know, do 10 pages on the podcast. That's going to bore oh, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, like I said, give the cliff notes, man. Have you seen that video of I think it's Buzz Aldrin talking about how like aliens were on the other side of whatever crater they were landed on and you know, were telling them that they had to move 
or I, some crap. you know yeah I, I something on that there's a couple of different things that I, I've uh, read up on that or watched a video on you know I'm, I'm not trying to say whether he did see him didn't see him I wasn't up there I don't know but I don't we shouldn't we have like an and I'm not saying he's he is having maybe some confusion or dementia or anything like that but we really need to have an age cut off when we let these people keep talking <laughs> I mean I'm I'm not lying cuz I you know I I take care of some very young people who have Alzheimer's and I'm like yeah that's no buddy that's just not true and I mean I mean if they're out in public and you don't know them and they have you know potentially done something great you know, of course they're going to want to be interviewed and stuff, and here they go rambling on about, you know, demons that live in their socks, and you're like, holy shit. Hey, you don't yeah. know that I have <laughs> Alzheimer's or not. I don't know that you do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is this is the reality I perceive. I could be in a mental institution talking to a wall right now thinking I'm doing something really good. <laughs> wow. hell would I be <laughs> I'm not real <laughs> but I mean what you know then you get into the philosophical well what is real because your reality is totally different from mine the person sitting next to me on a bus's reality is different from mine the only thing he can say for sure is that he thinks he's sitting on a bus going somewhere when he could be sitting in a tub just past out. exactly I mean you don't know so reality is complete perspective not wow, that, went, that, that, that went like 180 degrees. <laughs> I know. Didn't it? So there's aliens, and then they're, well, what is what does it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> but what did you have to possibly discuss on this fine afternoon for you, evening for me? Well, um, I mean, no, nothing in general. Uh, I like I said, I, I I came back late Friday night. And oh, yeah. Saturday was kind of like you just recuperate, recuper, just kind of relax. Cause I can't say <laughs> I can't say big words. <laughs> those, those R's I still have a problem with. And uh, yesterday was um, I don't remember what I did yesterday to be honest. Ah. And uh, yeah, I just I didn't really get a chance to sit down this weekend and uh, do you know. But uh, let's see. Let's see what if I have anything in here. I brought my uh, trusty conspiracy. Uh, well, oh, nice. This was nice. not my conspiracy book. I'm actually working on that. Um, this is my religious conspiracy. But uh, I, I don't have anything really to you know just kind of kind of run off of. Um, it's not really deep in topic and reading, so. I'll probably will pass on that one for a little bit. Um, Have you looked any more into the deep web when I told you about it, or the dark web? Because deep web and dark web are different. I, you know, I haven't actually. Ah. Well then, never mind. <laughs> what we, we, we'll later we'll we'll discuss that, and you know I'll. <laughs> I don't even know if I still have Tor. See, I remember the old days when there wasn't even, like, a real Tor browser. Like, you actually had to know code to get into there. Yeah, that's not me. Oh, Lord, it wasn't me really either, trust me. 
like if you were nice enough to know somebody who knew the damn code who could send it to you, you were like, oh, okay, thank you so much, which is basically, you know, the <laughs> sending somebody a URL now or just a web address. <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching some really, some videos on that. And like, there's, have you, you need to watch one of these videos of people ordering mystery boxes off the dark web. You know, I, I, I watched, I, I was listening to a YouTube uh, video not too long ago, and it was it briefly went over that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the details at all, but it, it was mentioning something about it. Now I think half of them are pure hokum, oh, just yeah. kind of BS. And there were a few I was like, yeah, these these seem kind of they, they seem kind of legit. You know what I mean? People were paying anywhere from like fifty dollars. For these, in one video I watched, the guy paid $100,000 for a mystery box. And I was like, now, to me, this sounds like complete BS. I'm what, sorry. What, what did it say what he got? It did. In the video, it had one of those, um, uh, like, little uh, uh, scan, uh, like the little scan things that you, you can call it up on your phone, you know, scan apps, yeah. and, like, scan something. It's on all products now. And uh, it said it linked up for, I think it was 2,000 Theorem coins, which is a, a, a cryptocurrency used. And the only way you can pay for anything on the, uh, the dark web is with cryptocurrency. Uh, and it, it was 2,000, I think right now, or at that time, Theorem coins were running about like $404 a piece. Hmm. So it came out to like $808,000. And he was like, no way, no way. And I had all this freak out and he contacted his producer who actually, you know, fronted the money for this thing. And they both think it was a scam. But in it, he also got like this paragraph of code and he didn't end up saying what any of that was. And I didn't see a follow up video for it. So I got to imagine it's all kind of <clears throat> kind of BS. In, in real in, in reality, folks, he got a number two pencil. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I mean, well, yeah, some of these, they get like these old toys and then, you know, a, a screwdriver with, it lo oh, it looks like rust stains, but it could be blood and a, a vial of some stinking mystery fluid. And I'm like, really, man, you paid 350 bucks for this garbage. Now, one guy did get, I, I think his was like a $500 mystery box or something like that. And he got an, a no crap Rolex in it, like an old Rolex. Nice. And I was like, now that that would have been worth it. But again, you're you're gambling here. Oh yeah. I'd rather go to a casino and gamble my fifty bucks than send it to someone online and get you know, an old an old sock with a hole in it, you know, some book that somebody read and you know a half used bottle of Gatorade. Like really, you know, you ass, you sent me this. Or you get like five, you know, you sell a. A Cheeto for like five thousand dollars that's shaped like a, you know, like a human or something. What, wasn't wasn't there one that was shaped like Harembe that somebody auctioned off on eBay and got yeah. something like that for? Oh my There's God. a bunch of those, man. There's a bunch of stuff that people just. You or, know, or that piece of toast with Jesus's face <laughs> on it. That somebody bought. What you could make. You could just like take something and just you could make anything. You do anything and sell it on eBay. That's ridiculous. To me, that is just like if you're dumb enough not to research the item that you're actually bidding on. I mean, come on. 
It's a Cheeto. Really? Just so you can have a Cheeto or a piece of toast? <laughs> I like, need it. Wouldn't, would, I, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, wouldn't you rather spend that money on, like, a nice painting or something of that image, like, of Harembe and or Jesus or something like that? I mean, come on. My grandmother had this beautiful black velvet picture of Elvis and in her house and i i wish i i oh god i wish we still had that because it was so awesome man he was in the white rhinestone like head back mic up glistening with sweat just yeah i mean he was getting it in this painting but you know i'd, I'd want it just because it was my grandmother's i would not spend five hundred dollars on that on ebay yeah uh, it just blows my mind i don't know I wonder I if I can collect some toenail and fingernail clippings and sell them on eBay. And There was somebody, I thought I, I read some article of a guy was trying to sell his finger and toenail collection that he had been amassing for like 10 years. Oh, I'm totally doing that. Oh. I've been doing that the last three months. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, dude. Oh. Oh. That just, oh, my stomach. I was going to have apple pie after this, man. Just get that the just, dry heave over with. Get the dry heave over with. Killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can do belly button lint. <laughs> you know what? I, do get a, this... I get a fair amount of that. Y you could. And I've always wondered if I wear the same shirt for a long, long time, will my belly button eventually eat a hole in that shirt? Uh, I, I'm having trouble picturing that. See, I want to test it out, but I also want to stay married. So I'm wondering if I wear the same <laughs> shirt every day for three years, she'll just get rid of me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, back to the that dark web. I've been watching all these videos on it and stuff, and, you know, some of them are just people cruising around looking at, you know, videos they find or whatnot. And, you know, a lot of them look like whatever edgy kind of student art projects from film school. Like, I find it very hard to believe that people are actually getting into these quote unquote red rooms or finding, uh, you know, videos of people being tortured or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People are twisted nowadays. That people would even want to see stuff like that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, true. Matter you of know. fact, uh, let's see here. Um, in case y'all didn't know, not only do we have a Facebook page and, of course, a website where our podcasts are on, or that Anchor, something, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, on we, Anchor. We also have a Google account, which yes, we do. mainly Gary and I email each other, and we use YouTube, and... I think we've got like 80 something uh, channels that we subscribe to. Um, yeah, something like that. The whole creepy pasta thing, we've got a few of those in here. Oh, I like him. I like him. Oh, yeah, there's like a bunch of different ones like uh, Creepy Ghost Stories, Mr. Creepy Pasta, Mr. Creeps, Creepy Pasta Jr., you know. Top Five does a lot of good stuff. That guy. Uh, yes, yes. The guy who narrates it chills. I yeah. think uh, I think we are subscribed to that I, too. Yeah, I think we tagged him or yeah, subscribed to him. There is one similar called Dark Five. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. Those you got to read, though. Yeah. If people don't know, you got those, that actually has script. You actually have to read it, but it gives a lot of good information on a lot of very strange things. We have, uh, um, yeah, we've got a whole bunch of those creepy stuff. We've got some crime ones and uh, some conspiracy ones, and of course the anon or Q, and some like religious side of the house as well. And uh, like my my favorite murder. Have you ever listened to that podcast? My favorite murder. Yeah. Oh. Uh, these two women, and they they have a podcast, and like each episode they talk about different murders and stuff. It, it's uh-huh. actually not bad. Um, Another one that's like on their level would be, uh, let's see here, a True Crime Garage. They do some pretty good stuff. Um, there's one called, what is it called? Sword and Scale. And man, they have some, they're the ones that have some really messed up stuff. Mm-hmm. And and they have, they all these guys, they have Google uh, or uh, YouTube accounts as well. Um, let's see. Said a bunch of this uh, anon stuff here. Um, well, um, I'm writing all these down, by the way. <laughs> dude, just just go to the uh, um, our YouTube and look at the subscriptions. Oh, for when I'm at work, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, I don't do that at work. No, anybody listening from work, I don't do that at all. I'm just, I'm all about the job, baby. <laughs> And I have a BP Earthwatch. Uh, okay. Oh, God, you're get. I'm gonna ship you a lifetime supply of gas X. I swear <laughs> to God. Oh. Oh, that would be painful, man. Not being able to burp or fart. No, it lets you do it. It lets you get it out. It helps decrease all that crap in you to get it out. So you're not. Is so- that what I'm doing? Well, it's so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you are happy doing it your way, then just do it your way. I don't want to change you, man. <laughs> we'll do it your way. <laughs> hey, I don't got to smell it from here. I'm, I'm a happy feller. <laughs> oh, man, I, I the last, this weekend, I've had some bad guys. I mean, to the point the dogs will get up and walk away. Mm. And I have to get up and walk away at some of them. Oh, that, yeah, that's nasty. Yes. I like it when they when they follow you around though. Like when you fart in one area and walk over to somebody and then they smell it and they're like, "Oh god." <laughs> like Now that's quality. If it lingers, that's quality. It's still still coming out of the pants and everything. Oh yeah. I like doing that at Walmart. <laughs> or Target. Crop dusting people. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like my grandmother always said, "Gary, the real money's in the dick and fart jokes." <laughs> That's true. It she was a church goer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. The older people are the funniest. Oh, they are. They so are. They're, I mean, I lo- I really love it when I get to take care of, especially some of like the ninety-year-olds I get to take care of, that are still like sharp as tacks. I mean. It, the stories they have and just their outlook on life is so cool. Mm-hmm. It's, 
more, more kids in their 20s and 30s really need to spend time with old people. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a wealth of, of knowledge, like just residing in these people around you that you're not tapping, but you'll spend, you know, four hours on Google, you know, trying to look something up. First-hand experience tends to always be better. Oh, excuse me. Um, so I, I, uh, this guy the, on YouTube, BP Earthwatch, um, oh, yeah, he, he, um, uses a bunch of different websites and he, he's taught himself, I think it is how to predict, um, like all kind like earthquakes and all kinds of stuff. And it's all in relation to the sun or the earth's magnetosphere, magnetospause, and how that disrupts Earth, uh, it just in general, what it does to us as far as temperature, you know, and tides, earthquakes, you name it. And it's really interesting to uh, watch his stuff. Um, hmm. It's, uh, let's see here, do I have a good picture? Okay, matter of fact, um, Gary, if you go to our Google, uh, yeah. dri Google Drive, um, yeah. look for the folder that says Space Shit. <laughs> we're we're keeping it classy if we do nothing, man. Hey. Conspiracy yeah. shit. Oh no, no. Well, space. No, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Did I make Earth, conspiracy shit? You're talking about the Earth One JPEG. Yeah, there's a couple different ones in there. I even uh, added the. Uh, there's um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah, the PDF is called uh, Our Variable Sun and Climate Change. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, that, that PDF is the text of the actual video. In which, I, by the way, the video was in there, which um, <laughs> completely illegal. No, it's not, folks. Trust me. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> go look up on YouTube Our Variable Sun and. Okay, I just lost the title. Yeah. Um, son of a. Yeah, our, our variable sun climate change. Yes, go look that up on YouTube. Very, very interesting. Um, it talks about how uh, the uh, the uh, solar winds, for the you know, from the sun, you know how it um, how that works in relation with the are the magnet magnetopause, all that stuff. As far as you know, it'll. What weakens it? What what strengthens it? Um, what could occur if something ha You know, it's just mm -hmm. very very interesting. It's more in a scientific life. So if you don't really yeah. care for science, you'll fall asleep. That is awesome. Oh yeah. hey, the first JPEG you did on my birthday. Hey, look at that. Me and well, this guy got something. Yeah, that's bitching. Which one? Uh, Earth one. The Earth Earth the Earth one JPEG. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. I was like, if it's solar shit, that's perfect. For instance, uh, you know, solar flare and the solar flare and eruptions. Um, it contains like billions of tons of super hot gas containing charged particles. You know, it travels approximately 149 million kilometers. You know, mm -hmm. and then the particles are drawn to. Uh, um, the poles collide with the atmosphere, causing like the polar lights. Yeah. Um, it could also uh, da damage satellite microchips, 
power grids could disrupt them and also radio interferences and that's just like one of many things I mean it's it's truly there is all kinds of stuff involving it um let's see here like you've got the uh like you've got like the interplanetary magnetic field you had the uh, plasma sphere the uh, plasma mantle magnetic tail plasma sheet you know magnetopause it's just there's all kinds of this like I never learned this shit in in, in high school or middle school no they're not going to teach you that yeah, I mean, it's, this is I, I learn this off YouTube, of all places. Well, this is a, you know, this is more if you're going to learn something about this, because I'm just scrolling through, real quick here, looking at some of the titles and stuff, and, I mean, you know, science, at least in, what we could call our basic education, you know, elementary through our, uh, high school. I mean, they don't deal with this stuff. That you'd you'd be more on a college level here anyway. Yeah. And especially if you want to, I mean, you'd be studying either astronomy astrophysics or actual uh like base science just trying to get a base science degree yeah if you, if you guys nice. if you guys want the dude has a website just just bp as in uh the the letters b and p then earth watch and just google that the dude has a uh he's got his own website and on there are the links for all these different things like you know different views of the sun from different places different satellites you know views of the earth you know earthquakes hurricanes like you name it and like this dude no shit will like you know i'll go into his videos let's say after like after a big hurricane or, or like after a big earthquake somewhere and i'll go back to his previous videos and no kidding it'll you know He'll be like, okay, you have like this storm, you know, this solar storm or even a galactical storm or, or something. And at the time of its peaks, you'll actually see matches up with the times of like these disasters, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, on our earth. And it's like, like, this That's is cool. Interesting. Like the first few times I was like, nah, this is coincidence. It can't be. But after watching this stuff, you know, and kind of, you know, looking into like the, the actual you know, hurricane, earthquake, or, you know, uh, dry heat or heat wave or whatever it is, it, mm -hmm. it matches up. It truly, truly matches up. I mean, it, dude, it's uncanny. That is weird. That is really weird. Yeah. So we're, we're subscribed to his uh, YouTube channel. He has yeah. a Patreon one, which, uh, I don't, you know, I have a Patreon account, but I've yet to pay for a subscription to any person's paid version of it. Oh, I never pay for anything anymore. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, speaking of paying for anything, folks, we are on our Skype. We did try the Source Connect now to do our podcast. Unfortunately, we could not figure it out. <laughs> not the first two minutes, we were good, talking to each other just fine. And then all of a sudden, Gary just started sounding like a robot. I think it would have been awesome if we did the whole thing like where I sounded like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> understood you they would actually understood me for once <laughs> i'll get a voice synthesizer one day and we'll do it like that <laughs> sound yes. like that creep from the movie scream 
so speaking of which, I uh, I downloaded this app, this voice changer app, and uh, I, I found a couple that oh. I liked, and I'm going to, uh, what I want to do is, and I've got it recorded for like an actual voice, uh, for like someone leaves a voicemail, mm-hmm. and my greetings, so I've already got these greetings in like different tones and pitches, I just need to uh, download it to my computer so that when I, you know, do the settings on the phone, I can play it, and it'll be pretty good. I don't even know what my current one is. You called me the other day. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Because I was... Right. Ru- I was... Oh, there it goes. I'm vibrating? Yeah, I heard a vibrate. Oh, is that... Oh, yeah, my phone. I Somebody from Plano, Texas, which I've never been to, was trying to call me. Nice. Plano. Yeah, welcome. But, uh, yeah, I forget what it was because I actually called you, I think, when I was running. Hence why I sounded all out of breath and like I was dying. Yeah, yeah, and and that video, that was hilarious. Oh, dude. And I had had run that morning, too, and I was like, I'm going to do another run this afternoon. And that was just the dumbest idea. I, oh, my legs were just fried. I had nothing, and I had to go go get my son from school. And like even using the gas pedal in the truck, I was like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> <laughs> it was friggin' awful. I can't do two a days anymore. I'm too old for that. Yeah, yeah. At, at our age, is is no, no, not 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 good. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta lose this fat though. No, uh, gotcha. you. You ain't got like the. I, I'm pretty sure I've got a few extra pounds compared to you. But then again, I, I am, I am uh, working it off. Well, I'm, I'm I'm tipping the scales now at about like 175. You fat bastard! I told you, man. I told you. Wow. I, I put it on. I got complacent. Sat around drinking beer all the time and eating I, fatty foods. I, now you're shorter than me too, if I remember. We haven't seen each other in like what ten years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm shorter than you. So you are fatter. I am. I nice. told you I was. Yeah. High five. Internet high five. I just I just wear it very well. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I just wear it well. But I'm getting it down now. I'd like to see one about one sixty again, one one fifty five. Yeah, I I'd like to get down there too. I'm uh uh, I, I like to have you know the appearance of some abs instead of just one. Yeah. You know what? I think yeah. I might have two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have abs when I cough really hard. Does that count? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like everything tightens really, really well, and like when I cough, all my fat kind of rolls to my back right quick, and I'm like abs, abs, abs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What is it, COPD? No, I'm trying to keep no. my abs. No. <laughs> my wife wants to see me naked later. I'm trying to get these puppies to stick out a little. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sweating my ass I'm, off here. I'm this talking is... about this, and when I'm done, I'm going to go eat pie. <laughs> I, I thought you didn't want to eat pie, especially after talking about the. No, I'm over. My, I'm my, over it now. My toenail clippings and fingernail clippings. I'm over it. I'm over that now. Think of how bad the container smells. 
Oh, I can. Trust me, I can. Okay, all right. So that's no but you got to re- you got to realize I I clean up uh, clean up people who've you know shat the bed down to their ankles and to running and nasty and rolling off and get done with that and roll out and go have lunch. You know that's not as bad because you know like and you know how bad baby poop is. I honestly oh, think. God. I think when the, it comes to like the toddlers and just a little bit after that is actually worse. I think that's the worst. My son has hit a stage where it looks like a German shepherd has taken a duke in the toilet. Like, and I just look at him. I'm like, how does that come out of you? What? How old is he? He's five. Yeah, my my little one just turned six this summer and. Same thing, and it smells so horrible. Like yeah. you know, the yellow stuff as a baby—that was nothing compared oh, to what yeah. it is now. Oh yeah, it'd be up their back, all to their neck, and you're just like, gee. And especially that formula, like, you know, we we gave our son some, you know, well, we tried not to give him too much formula, but you know, sometimes you just gotta. Yeah. But yeah. when we did, oh my god, oh. I, I like there was one point I almost threw up on my own child, <laughs> like cleaning him up, and it was it was so close. Oh, I felt awful. I was like, if I do this, I am just a failure as a parent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know when it when it shoots up the back and also out the sides down the leg thighs. Oh, uh, oh, I'm just thinking about that. I'm having flashbacks, like non flashbacks of that, and it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or the uh, finger painting with a poop face. He, I will. I give my son mass credit. He never did that. What? He never played in his poop. Oh man! I you I missed give out. my son. You missed no, out. No, I did not miss out. Tell you what, when I when I when I when we uh, see each other next, I'll uh, I'll 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 throw a little poop around, let you clean it up, so you kind of get a feel I, of how it is. And you'll pay me what I make at work to do that because I have patients at work who do that and I have to clean it up. <laughs> Completely free. And I'll do it like while you're asleep and I'll say, I'll wake you up and be like, hey, man, hey, I got a problem. I need you to come look at this. It's some art, isn't it? Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Smells real bad, though. <laughs> Like, I would clean it up if you put real effort into it. Like, even pulled down to, like, do some shading with it. (laughs) I mean, I don't just want a stick figure in there. I want decent art if I'm going to clean it. (laughs) Totally. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I want some Picasso or I want some Frida Kahlo stuff. I want something good. (laughs) Just just give me a wall and put, like, some safety stuff on it so I don't ruin the paint. Okay. Okay. That's decent. I can do that. All right. We'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah yeah but thank goodness my son never did that the the closest he came was this was just like you realize i'm serious right oh yeah i get that okay yeah. all right <laughs> but uh like a week ago we're still working on like getting him to wipe well you know to yeah, clean himself well man, that, that that's hard i, I still it, it's tough it's tough but so he he wants to go through the front and I'm like, nah, buddy, it's just a lot easier if you go around the back. Mm-hmm. So we're working on it, and he got some on his finger. And I was like, okay. I said, it's not a big deal. And he just reached out and was like going for the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was like one of those ninja dad moves. I just snap and grabbed his arm. I was like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> and he's like, well, they're, they're stinky on my finger. And I was like, correct. And it doesn't go on the wall, does it? And he goes, yeah, but it, it's on my finger, dad. I was like, I see where you're going with this. I love your logic. I said, but let's get some toilet paper. Okay, buddy. He was like, all right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like near averted incident. Like, do you not wipe crap on my brand new walls here? <laughs> I, I had this little like small table near in front of the toilet in my bathroom. And like, he'll, he'll, he'll try to, and then he won't be able to, you know, he'll screw up and it'll be like on his fingers. And, and yeah, you know, so like, and he'll have, I'll see like fingerprints on like the side of the bowl or in front of the bowl or like Ugh. on the toilet paper roll or like on that table. And it's just like, oh my God, it smells so bad. Oh. It's like it's been cooking in the sun for days on end, mm. but still oh. fresh. But you got to give him credit for the effort. <clears throat> you know, at least he's trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what I always try and do. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't care if you got, you know, you got one white hand, one brown hand, way to go. Like, at least you gave it the effort. Let's clean your hand up. Yeah. And he's a little OCD about his hands. Like, we get him French fries sometimes on the way home from school. And I'll be like, you want your French fries now? He's like, no, I got to go home and wash my hands first. Hmm. I'm like, all right. All right, all right then. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat a donut right after peeing and not wash my hands. Like, I really don't care anymore. <laughs> of course, I learned after 28 years not to pee on my hands. I, I still dribble in my pants. I mean, it's just... Sometimes you put it away too quick. Well, you know, even then, if you shake it and you wait, it just, I don't know what it is. No. See, I'm lucky. The foreskin catches a lot of that and rolls it right back. <laughs> it's like its own self-cleaning mechanism I totally forgot you got that extra shield don't you that's right I got the slug with a sweater baby <laughs> oh. <laughs> no man we've gone off the deep end here we're, we're on to foreskin talk yeah yeah we I, I, I wonder if, if I should like put this as a uh, explicit episode. <laughs> you might try have, not might to. Have. Trying not to. We, we might have to. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the name? This is such. A, this is so interesting. I learned this in high school, and it just stuck with me. Weird, but because uh, nothing from high school really stuck with me except you know chlamydia, but. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, there's a term for the cheese that collects underneath foreskin when it's not washed. And do you know what that term is? Oh, please tell me. Schmegma. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I said, might have heard that. I might have actually heard that because it it sounds familiar, but I don't know. I, I, I say it a lot, and I say it to everybody I get to know really well. <laughs> but I think it's such an interesting word, and it, it sounds like the most appropriate word you could use for that. And, you know, it sounds like something you can just, you know, put on a piece of bread for a sandwich. Yeah. Would you yeah, like, like veg make them up with it? Like Vegemite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> stay, stay, stay away from the mayonnaise. Must be good. But have a little schmigma. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I threw up in my mouth a little. 
Oh my. Oh, hey, have I told you about a little bit about the giants, like the four hundred foot tall giants before? You you've mentioned them. Okay, well it okay, I don't know if I told you about the two hundred aliens or so. Or angels, no. angels. No. Well, one thing I do want to do, and I think I'm going to talk about Enoch, which next okay. week. Um, it's a book that is not in the biblical canon, falls more in the Apocrypha, and it really gets into uh, a little more in depth on the, uh, like, angels, the, you know, giants and stuff like that, and more... more and I, I believe so um, talks about his conversations with uh, uh, his son, with Enoch's mm-hmm. son. Because Enoch in a, in a Bible is very, mentioned very short, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, he lived prior to Noah. And, and um, which actually reminds me, there's uh, the Apocrypha of Adam, which I need to check that out too. I'm writing this stuff down, just so you know. Now, in Enoch, and in, in in, on a real quick thing when it comes to giants, um, is that 200 angels watching over, you know, the people of Earth or whatever. I can't remember if they were fallen or not at that time, but they made a pact with each other that they're going to go mate with women. Now, this is 200 of them, you know, and they, they're like, okay, you know, we do this, we all do this, you know. And, you know, because they know if they get in trouble, they're, they're screwed. Yeah. So they go down and mate with these earthly women, which is, you know, and these abomination creatures are created. You know, like some of them are like giants or some with other deformities to the point to where, you know, even those, you know, the, the children of their offspring would create these, abnormal, you know, abnormal creatures or even other giants of some type. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it spreads so wide during the world. I mean, hence it's, you know, all this just, just corruption from the human body, you know, yeah. that it was like, okay, God's like, you know what? Going to flood you bitches. Going to take care of this. Right on. You know, to, to destroy them. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, from what I believe on there, it's... Uh, there was about, I think, 500 of these super giants that were approximately 400 something feet tall. Good okay. God! And I, I, one of the punishments for these, uh, these 200 fallen angels was, uh, um, they had to watch their children kill each other off. Oh my God! Of these, yeah, of all these 500, you know, and I guess these were their favorite children or something. I'm, I'm not sure the details. This, I'm going, you know, way more basic than a generalization of the Enoch, by, you know, book. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's the, that was one of their punishments they had to endure. Um, but, like, there were so many different abominations through just more breeding, breeding through, you know, these beasts and, you know, other humans or whatever. That it's just, you had all this different stuff, just this, you know this horrendous stuff and it's talked about in the book of Enoch as a matter of fact mm-hmm. you're going to find you know names of multiple of these uh, angels and uh, some of their attributes and stuff like that um, it talks about different mm-hmm. classes of angels in heaven um, and actually what they look like and 
Matt, you read the description, it's like some, like they're horrifying, you know? Yeah. Talking like, about like the seraphim and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you know, and the, uh, I mean, I mean, some of this stuff, it's like, you look at, you. I mean, no wonder, you, you know, on the Bible, when you have these angels that come down, you know, and like pass on a message or something, that they're scared shitless. You well, know, yeah. when you're looking at this, these descriptions, like, yeah, yeah, I, I'd probably soil myself right there if I saw one face to face, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm... dude, it's trippy. Like, it really is. And um, I can't wait to hear about this. I, I don't know how, how much I can get into one episode. I'm, I'm uh-huh. going to try to get as much as I can without going too long. But man, it is trippy. I'm telling you, it is really trippy. Um, and it's it's theorized that with Noah and his three sons, um, Japheth, Shem, and Ham, that one of the three sons, uh, <coughs> had carried that um, that gene, that that Nephilim gene in them, that that evil seed, which ended up being passed down. And I think it came from. Ham, either Shem or Ham. I, can't, I think it came from Ham. <laughs> Which, um, you know, Nimrod. Have you ever heard Nimrod with the Tower of Babel and all that stuff, and with Abraham and all? Nimrod was, uh, you know, he. I've been called a Nimrod, but I've never heard of Nimrod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest on that one. <laughs> yeah. I think I have to. Now I think about it. <laughs> But uh, but is is that where the name comes from, or the use of that um, phrase? I mean, that's not the actual. That's more like the current, you know, English name is Nimrod. It's actually was you know different. Um, I've got some of those texts, some of those apocryphal books, and in the um the Enoch book one, two, and three. Um, then I have several pages like websites and. PDFs that I've downloaded and saved in my computer, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put print some of that out and just kind of highlight stuff I want to talk on and you know get more in depth maybe on another episode after that. So I mean it, nice. it's trippy. It's it's like sci-fi shit, and it was actually very common with uh, um, the the Book of Enoch was actually very common. It was even mentioned in the Bible. Um, but it was common with uh, the the Jews back before, you know, the, the crucifixion, and even after mm-hmm. it was it was for you know several hundred years. So I mean, it's it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it it really is. Um, that is. I'm gonna try to speak of some of the history on its uh, timeline and you know the different places it showed up, like the the, the Dead Sea Scrolls and whatnot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try to get as much done this week on that. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to spend a little bit more time researching. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I'll do what I can. But we got that hurricane bearing down on us, so uh, I'll get done what I can for this next one next week. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll uh, shoot. I, I might still be stuck at work. I hope I'm not stuck at work come Monday. But yeah, you know, with with the. Uh, coming off of a weekend I wouldn't be surprised if we wouldn't be able to do it till Tuesday yeah that sounds good to me man because I mean it, it was a madhouse when I went after the storm here 
it um just I went to the VA like that following Monday and it was just a, it was a madhouse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking I'm of ex- which, when I was down in the Big Island, you know, all these people, everybody had uh, hurricane insurance. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: the flooding that happened was a result or a byproduct of that hurricane. Okay. Did they consider it groundwater flooding, though? Exactly what they considered it. So everybody that had hurricane insurance didn't get a dime. That's some shit. Oh, yeah. That's messed up, man. Because, I I mean, it's not just here, but it's just all over. Insurance companies, it's it's messed up. Because it's like, oh, no, they consider the hurricanes the the, uh, high winds. You know, and it's like, that's, that's only one of the consequences you get from a hurricane. You know, yep. every hurricane you ever hear about, yeah, flooding, don't you? No, oh, yeah, massive flooding and and, and rain. You know, yep. who'd have thunk it? And, and I mean, you gotta. <clears throat> I don't want to say it's the people's fault or anything like that because you run. I would run under the assumption that hurricane insurance covers anything that could happen during a hurricane. Yeah. You know, that's why you like car insurance. Anything that happens with my car, my car insurance should be covering. Of course, they don't. But me and my wife were talking about that since we're getting, like, we need to review that policy right quick. Of course, we can't get anything done now because there's a hurricane on the damn way. Yeah. So whatever happens, we'll probably have to eat, but if Um, anything happens. After this passes, um, what I recommend for you, Windows, and here's what, you know, you could do is you measure each window, okay, and you just get a piece of plywood. Yeah. You know, make sure that the plywood on each side of the window, it goes out a few extra inches. And uh-huh. what you're going to do is, you you know, you're going to have, you're going to label each one on which window it goes. And then mm-hmm. you're going to have like the, you could take like a, uh, like a, maybe like a two by two and just kind of cut it into like an L shape. and But fit it just right so you can actually put those in pre-designated holes. Uh-huh. You can actually slide the two by four in there, so it's being held by four. You know. Oh, I got you. Brace yeah. it. Yeah. Basically it's, bracing it's, it. Exactly. Instead of just you know, nailing it in. Exactly. That, and uh, that's a good idea. I I, I kind of want to do it with this house. There's like a hundred windows, so I'm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we don't have a whole lot of windows, but the windows we have are big, dude. So well, and another thing, like out here, prior to that, people were putting like duct tape on their windows. They were doing like you know, you know, vertical, horizontal, and also diagonal. And like mm-hmm. people were like, you know, that's not going to do nothing. But then again, you know, when you have high winds and your window's going to break, it's going to reduce the the amount of small, you know. Oh yeah, it's going to hold rockets. some of it in place. Oh yeah. Yeah, it definitely will. So and I mean, at least it, enough time. Yeah, for you I mean, to get it, up there and get boarded. Yeah, and it's it's so it actually does something. It, you know, I mean, especially you can't afford to buy. I mean, plywood here is being bought up left and right. Oh, I bet. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'll try to get this Enoch thing knocked out this week for the next podcast. Um, make sure to. We'll see how it goes on your end, whether we can do Monday or not. And uh, sounds good get to me. That going. Okay. All right, folks. Um, it was a pleasure to bore you. Bore you? Bore, bore, bore. <laughs>
Yep, and Anoya. <laughs> to the gentleman in uh, Arkansas. Is it Arkansas or Alabama? I think it's Arkansas. Arkansas, living out in the woods in that cabin, licking the walls. I want to thank you for your time. <laughs> and um, if you would like, please go to our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, there's a little rating for the stars. You know, at least give us a two. We'll yeah. be thankful. Throw us a little, throw us a bone, for God's sakes. Throw us a bone, people. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks, you know, be good. Take care of each other. Be safe during these storms. And don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag, brother. All right, take care. You too, bud.